Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is November 2nd on Thursday and 2023, only a couple more months of this year. Um, man, it is 40 degrees outside. It is cold, but it feels good to me. I actually had to use our heater in the house this morning, which is not usual, not normal, <laughs> but it's a nice break from the heat. So, uh, anyway, I'm not a weatherman. I, I want to talk about the Bible. I want to talk about the Word of God. Um, and let me just read this. It's just one verse, standalone verse in Ephesians 2.19, which says, Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. <coughs> Excuse me. Man, I love that. I love that. Because before, we were kind of on our own, if you think about it. I mean, if you think about it, before, before Christ, I had friends, right? Like, I had people I hung out with, but there was no purpose. There was no real discussions about life and the purpose of life, at least my, my friend group. Like, we were just drug addicts. We just looked for the next party, looked for the next high, looked for the next, you know, pills or ecstasy or acid or weed or whatever like they they weren't my real friends we just we hung out we did all these drugs together in order to feel not guilty about what we were doing it there was no it was not real community now you know fast forward now that i'm saved and walking with the lord like i never knew what real community was like before i got saved after i got saved right away Calvary chapel lax in southern california I was just blown away, astounded, amazed, blessed, in awe, astonished, marveling, because it was family. It was instant family. It wasn't this weird, awkward, hey, what's your, hey, it was just, you're loved. (laughs) And really, that's the love of God in and through the people. Like, if your church doesn't have, if you go to a different church, it doesn't have the love of God in and through the people, and it's all surface level talk, well, that's not really a church. That's just kind of like a... Go join a club, right? Go join a golf club or tennis club or something because that's really what that is. Uh, it's not real. It's not like authentic. It's not deep. Um, but when I went to the, the the church, I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> I, I just I was blown away, and and that's one of the reasons, not the main reason, but one of the main reasons why I went to the church and I stayed for you know whatever it was, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years before I, I planted planted our own church but there was something different again it was it was authentic it was like this is a family I've never known before but I just met (laughs) and I just wanted to to hang out with them all the time to be with them all the time and that's the thing a lot of a lot of unbelievers who are out there in the world are kind of uh, they're alone they're they're on their own they're lonely and they feel like, uh, you know, no one is there for them. And they struggle. And they uh, suffer in a lot of ways. And so it's like, it's kind of sad. But, you know, following Jesus, you have a whole family, body of believers locally, but also globally. I think about all my pastor friends, you know, uh, missionary in Nicaragua and Acapulco, missionary in 
Mexico, like all these people, not just even in this country, a lot of people in this country too, like different states, like pastors, uh, friends I talk to all the time that are Christ followers and have, and go, have their own family, <laughs> but then not all over the world, it's just amazing, but no longer strangers and foreigners, but citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, the unity that is within a church body is a beautiful thing. And, you know, right now, I just think about our own church, Cava Chapel Mobile. It's just so healthy. New people keep coming, get plug, getting plugged in. Just... And it's not even... Here's the thing. It's not even like a... You know, church should, church should never be like a network. I'm going to church to network. You're like, no, no. You should go to church to, to grow. <laughs> to get plugged in. To learn the scriptures and connect with Christians. I mean, I don't know where I know we, where we went wrong because in, in seminary, I, I, for a couple years, I taught church history. I know where we went wrong. I was about to say I don't know, but people get all these weird ideas and they get off of the Bible. They're not their source isn't the scriptures; it's their own thoughts and opinions. And then they start different religions and movements that are totally unbiblical and not doctrinally sound. And that's where they get off. And if, unfortunately, a lot of churches today, the seeker-friendly ones, are the ones that are bible light. You know, I talk about the South. I, I love the South. I love living in the Deep South in, in, in Mobile, Alabama. But I would say the Bible Belt is bible light. <laughs> I always think about that. It's a, I know it's a weird thought. I just, that's how I think. But it's like, man, we're here because we teach the whole Bible. I'm not ta just talking and having a conversation and then once in a while I'll give a verse or two. Uh, but we're in the Bible going through the whole thing, talking about it. Observation, interpretation, application. And some people don't have an appetite for that because they didn't know that's what we're supposed to do while on this earth. <laughs> the only thing that's eternal on this earth is the word of God, you know. So that's why we're here. I remember when we first moved here to plant the church, my wife was like, you know, we both got confirmation individually about coming to this place because we talked to people and pastors and they're like, please come and teach the Bible. No one just teaches the Bible. There's all these weird things going on. We just want the Bible to be so refreshing. And, uh, and so, you know, one time my wife was like, look at all these churches. There's more churches here than I've ever seen. Why are we here? I was like, well, to go through the whole Word of God. And since we've been doing that, we've been people. We've been blessed in the last six years to see people who didn't even know they they were they thought they were saved. We taught through the Bible, and they're like, I don't think I'm saved. We've seen like a couple dozen people get baptized. You know, we've seen this family come together, and and I love it. I love the community that we have and I wouldn't trade it for anything I loved visiting my old church and teaching a few times uh, in Southern California but I, I'm so glad that I was able to come home I love it here I love the family that God put together here and so community members of the household of God being integrated together it's so important and it's so so critical it's not just a hangout, but it's that koinonia fellowship. 
that real, honest, uh, being honest with one another, accountable to one another, spiritually. You know, unfortunately, like, a lot of churches are so worldly. It's almost like some churches are like, who's who? Oh, I've got all the... This is a church of, like, the upper-class business owners, and it's more in networking than church. It's like, what are you doing? Get into the Word. Talk to talk to one another. Pray for one another. Keep it spiritual. Man, I had a friend uh, back in the day, and he, uh, man, he ministered in Haiti all the time. I mean, almost full-time. They had a house there that missionaries would come to and stay at, and when they would have groups come, he would, he would remind the people, you know, they'd have youth groups come, they'd have high school groups, they'd have adults, they'd have all kinds of groups come. And, you know, oftentimes he'd have to be like, if, if someone was playing guitar and they were playing a secular song or something, he'd be like, hey guys, keep it spiritual. <laughs> keep it spiritual. They would talk about things that maybe ought not to be talked about while, while on this mission trip to spread the gospel and reach out. And he would just say, keep it spiritual. Excuse me. And I love that. And I love that. And that should be life. Yeah, we're not going to ignore our practical needs and things we have to do in this life. Of course not. But again, all of that is secondary. We're supposed to seek first our jobs, right? No. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first our families. No. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first our hobbies. No. Seek first the kingdom. And so we need to, like he always told his, his people who came to help, we need to keep it spiritual. And unfortunately, a lot of churches are not spiritual. They're very carnal. They're surface level. Or they're totally doctrinally off. And that's sad. If you go to a church like that, leave, find a different one. Because um, you're not growing. Anyway, this is awesome. Community is good. You were once strangers. You were once... Uh, separated from God, but while we were sinners, Christ died for us, brought us together with the family of God. Through Christ, we have a relationship with the Lord. How amazing is that? I mean, I don't think it gets much better than that, right? So anyway, you guys, have a blessed day. Keep it spiritual. Love you guys. Praying for you guys. Talk to you soon.